Yo. Stony J. Prague, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe, so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I, myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know we got to drop that new heat for the end of the show is out. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Los Angeles, California, introducing the lovely Victoria. What's going on, Victoria? Hi, great, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. It's a pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for jumping on the bandwagon today. Yeah, I'm excited. How yeah. are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Actually, you know, a uh, pretty good day. You know, a lot going on. Uh, I can't complain. Uh, very busy, but we made this happen, and I thank you for bearing with me. No problem. I had a chance to check out the new single. I like it like that. We're going to talk about the single. Uh, of course, I'll let you introduce the single a little later on in the show. And then I'm going to give you uh, some feedback what I thought about the record myself, just as a fan of the music and the culture, okay? Yeah, of course. All right. But before we do that, let's rewind for my listeners. Give them a chance to find out more about Victoria. Um, so first and foremost, are you originally from Los Angeles, California? No, so I was born in Burma, and then I grew up in England. And I moved to LA nine years ago. Wow. Okay. So, talk to us a little bit about growing up in Burma before we before you came to the states. Talk to us a little bit uh, about uh, being born in Burma and or raised in England. Because you know, being born in Burma, did you actually did you have any raising time there, or was m- most of your life being raised in England? Yeah. No, I moved to England when I was thirteen. So until thirteen, I was in Burma. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty, you know, normal, standard stuff, like school, academics, sports, music. That's pretty much it that I did in Burma. Um, and then I moved to England, which is like a huge, drastic change. But right. I got used to it and within a year, and I became like an English person, pretty much. Um, but, yeah, I did a bunch of, you know, academics and sports and music, drama at school, pageants, modeling. So I never really had free time to do anything else. It was always studying and mm. working. Uh, 
Okay. So the average uh, youngster's life, you live the average life even. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about England. I, I want to find out a little more about England. I want my listeners to understand that culture a little more because it's a different culture there. Can you talk a little bit about the culture and the different experiences just in that area of England? Um, because, you know, us, most of us in the States that don't have the luxury of even crossing uh, the water, if you will, don't really know and understand the cultures of, uh, and how traditional those cultures are and how strong they are in those areas. So if you could speak a little bit on that. Yeah, so I think it's pretty much similar to the West, the other Western culture. It's basically both, like LA and England are like both Western culture. Mm-hmm. So it's not too much different. Difference. Um, the food, however, is totally different. We have yeah. much, much smaller <laughs> portions, and we've got like you know shepherd pie and um, Lancashire pot pot and all that stuff. Cottage pie um, is very like filling and very heavy. Mm-hmm. It's always like roast meat and roast potatoes, the, the sort of food. But they've got amazing Chinese and Indian cuisine there. It's like it's got one of the best foods out in like, London. Um, aside from that, the weather's really cold and um, <laughs> people are cool, people are chill, they like to party and um, drink beer and um, go to bars. <laughs> so there's a lot of similarities as well. Right. So there are some similarities as well. I definitely knew the food culture was a little uh, uh, different there um, as far as the different delicacies you can try and get. Um, The weather I definitely knew was different over there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So any of our low country people over here in the States, you used to that that Caribbean style weather. No, that's different over there. (laughs) Now, when did you start uh, finding your artistry side? Like, was it in England? Was it in Burma before you even got to England? Would you say it was at a young age? I think um, my artistry definitely grew back in England. When I was back in Burma, I just, you know, singing for fun at school. But then I moved to England. I had classical training and I did a bunch of music, like uh, played a lot of instruments and had singing lessons. Um, and I was in the choir, and that's ca- kind of how it grew. Um, I started writing poems at 15, and um, then at 16, I was in chemistry class one day, and I got really bored. So I started writing lyrics, and that's kind of how it grew from there. And mm-hmm. when I was at university, that's when I knew I wanted to pursue music professionally. Halfway through my bachelor's in biomedical sciences, I just wasn't really that happy or passionate about it. Um, but music has always been there for me, and it just clicked, and I knew I wanted to pursue this. I moved to England after. I mean, I moved to LA after. Okay. Now let's transition. We're in LA now. We're in California. We're you on that West Coast. You know, home of dreams, Hollywood. How has that been beneficial to your career? Now, how, how do you? How would you say that's helped your career being in that area in that market? Definitely a lot more opportunities in LA, and if you want to be in the music scene or the acting scene, you have to be in LA, I think, or New York. But I think most of the stuff happens in LA, and there's a lot of like networking and socializing that you do, and you need people and connections and just create music. There's a bunch of artists out here, and there's like so many chances for collaborations between producers and other songwriters and other artists. It's amazing um, to see everyone unite and you know create. 
Now, talking about music, that's a great segue into the new single. I like it like that. Let's talk about the new single a little bit. Um, what was the purpose of this record as the creator? What was the purpose of this record in your mind? So it, this song is actually part of the entire EP that was released. And there are five songs on the EP, Goodbye and Hello. Um, it's about breaking up and finding new love again and then not working out again. So it's like the cycle continues. So the songs are structured in order. I like it like that is third song on the EP. So it begins with a breakup. Um, that was the first single, How Much Did You Love Me? And it transitions into finding new love again. And I like it like that is part of um, finding that new love and being in a new relationship, being in that honeymoon phase, and just being in love and the rush that you get from being in love. That's pretty much what the song is about. Now, from the listener's perspective, what would you say is the feelings or the emotions you were trying to pull out of the listener who's embracing the song? I mean, there's some sexy vibes to it and um, a lot of like emotions that goes into being in lust or infatuation and just that like euphoria, euphoric feeling when you're in love. Um, so just happiness all over, I think. Yeah. It makes me happy when I listen to the song. Like it makes me giggly and excited. It's also personal to me, so I know like where it's coming from or what it's saying. Right. Now I know you're working on the new P EP. Uh, the entire EP um, uh, is pretty much taken from your life, from my understanding. So, what can people expect from the new EP from Victoria? I think the new EP is very relatable. I used to write a lot of metaphorical lyrics. Um, this EP, for this EP specifically, I just went straight to the point, so it's more understandable, and it's very relatable because it's about breakups and going through heartbreaks and then finding new love again and loving love and being a romantic about it, um, and just the journey that you go through in life and not working again, finding mistakes in the new relationship, and then breaking up again, so the cycle always continues. And I think it's very relatable to people. Hopefully they can get inspired from it and understand the journey that I went through because they've also probably gone through the same journey. Yeah. Now, how did you find this unique sound? You have a very unique sound overall. What, what would you attribute that sound to and that style to? Um, so my music itself, it's, like pop, electro pop with some EDM and classical influences. I think that combination, because I was classically trained and I also love EDM, and but the songs are primarily pop, so those trio combinations, I think, I think that's what makes it somewhat unique. But also my vocals, I started singing in the choir with my classical vocals. So I like belt a lot, but also go to falsetto a lot, so I switch up between the two. So my pop voice is different to my choir classical voice. And I think that's also what makes it sound a bit more unique overall, yeah. Now, can you talk a little bit about some of those uh, relationships or situations um, that you had that you had to say goodbye to, essentially, being transparent as the artist? Yeah, so the first single, How Much Did You Love Me, that was about the breakup and being cheated on and the person not loving themselves so how can they love someone else if they don't understand what love means 
and that's pretty much the story of that first song. Um, and then the fourth song on the EP is called Mistakes. Being in a new relationship, you find the mistakes that you know people make and figuring out that this is not the relationship to be in, it's not the right one. So then the last song is called You and I. It's about not the love not working out again and breaking up again. And it could have been special, but it just wasn't meant to be. So the cycle continues from the breakup to finding new love again. How's your uh, area responding to the new release? How would you say the area is responding? I think it's been going great. I had a, a radio campaign and a press release campaign. Um, it's been playing on major radio some major radio stations, and it's a, I like it like that single. It actually got on Billboard Top 40 Indicator chart, um, and uh, amongst several other charts, including Media Base 200. And I think I'm getting a global plaque for it, which I'm waiting for in the mail, and I'm really excited about. Wow, congratulations. Um, thank you. But yeah, I think people love the new music, and I think it's the best EP that I've done so far. Well, congratulate, uh, congratulations, I should say, on that uh, on that recognition. That's outstanding thank right there. Thank you so much. Now, let me give you a little bit of feedback what I thought of the record. Um I like it like that, just from, uh, again, the outside uh, consumer, fan of the culture, fan of the music perspective. Um, as I mentioned, I thought it was a very unique sound overall. Uh, I like the nice, fast, up-tempo beat um, of the record. Nice top 40 pop vibe and feel. So feel-good record. Great energy on this record. Um, the writing was great on this record, too. Paying attention to the lyrics, I definitely caught on to your writing abilities. Um, vocals. Um, definitely put a listener in a trans. I, I fell into a trans at one point with your vocals. Um, it's relatable content. The production is definitely nice and high quality. Um, fun and playful record. And it's definitely a, a bouncy dance kind of record. Um, I can hear it on the radio, but I also can hear it on, you know, multiple crossover potential uh, platforms as well. You know, it's not limited to like a top 40 or pop radio. I think it has a, a place in like the space of, say, movie soundtracks and things of that nature. I can hear it in the background of other uh, platforms as well. So it's a lot of good things going on with the record. It's a, it's an open record. It's not it's not in a box. So it's a lot of. It, it can be put in the mainstream space, but it also I think it has the ability to move around. Yeah, thank you so much. I love what you just said. And see, that lets you know, I, I mean, I really, I'm a radio personality, but I, like I said, I'm a fan of the music, a fan of the culture. I really pay attention. I really try to, you know, not even just have feedback, but for me, it's, I think it's big for the artist to hear what some of the consumers are feeling, what some of the listeners are feeling. And I'm somebody who tries to be as objective as possible because I'm an artist. I come from an artist space as well. So. Uh -huh. No, but a lot of good things going on with the record. It's a feel-good record. I definitely can hear it in multiple spaces. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Now, I always love feedback, so it's really interesting to hear what other people think and hopefully get inspired by as well. Right. Well, I hope I could have inspired you just a little bit because I definitely like what I'm hearing. Look forward to hearing more. I see the direction, um, and I think there's a lane. Thank you. No now, I know you come from the modeling and acting uh, world. Can you talk a little bit about that world and that space um, to our listeners uh, transitioning into this music side? What, coming from that acting and modeling world, what was that like? Talk to us a little bit about that career. Yeah, so I started modeling. Well, I started pageants 
um, back in England. Wow. And then from the pageant world, um, I transitioned to modeling. Somebody scouted me, an agency scouted me back in England. So I did a lot of pageants, um, even in the U.S. as well. Um, and then I started doing acting. I came to L.A. to do music, but I ended up doing my master's in fine arts and acting. So the acting career happened first. It was really exciting because I always also loved acting. I did drama school and everything. Um, I came here on a scholarship as well. So it was really fun. Um, I studied acting, but then the past three years, I've been focusing more on the music because that's what I came to LA to do. So I still act here and there, for sure. Mm-hmm. So you you don't see yourself so getting... <laughs> so you don't see yourself giving that side up at all? No, I like to do everything as much as possible. So I will continue to do like whatever I can if I can fit everything in my time, you know? All right. Now, how do you, how would you say that the acting or modeling career has prepared you for the music side? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, acting <laughs> is all about also emotion and expressing your feelings. So it just amplifies it in the music industry. And I think it's helped me write my lyrics as well. Um, the more experiences that you have, like the more um, catalog and the more substance you have to write about. Um and also, it helps the music videos to know how to act and look good, you know? Mm-hmm. Know what um, camera side angles are good for you and all that stuff. So you have, like, good practice on that. Now, I'm sure this is be this will be an interesting list, but I, and I definitely want to hear it. What, give me your list of some of those artists, musicians you were listening to coming up. Who are some of those artists that inspire you? I love, I grew up listening to, you know, the Backstreet Boys, okay. I think, uh, Britney Spears, Lindy on Mariah Carey. Okay. But as I grew, I got into the EDM, like, genre. Um, so I love the Chainsmokers, Sia, Katy Perry, Kygo, Cascade. So all of those have inspired me to write the music that I write today. It's very poppy, but with some electronic synth vibe and some classical influences. I love like Beethoven and you know Tchaikovsky and all that stuff as well. I figured you had a very eclectic list for me, so that's why I asked. I thought you would give me some names, and I'd be like, "Yep, okay, I can see that. I can hear that. Okay." Talking to back Tori right now, Los Angeles, California, on the phone lines by way of Burma and England. I'm gonna go ahead and shout out your other homes as well. Um, Talk to us a little bit. Uh, what, what does a recording session look like with Bactoria? Set the scene for us real quick. How, how do you operate in that studio setting? Yeah, so when I first write, a music, uh, write my music, I write it in my home studio. I have my keyboard or piano, and then I usually play the chords and write the music there, and I give it to my producer. So when they create a track, for the music, I then go into the studio to record the vocals. And sometimes I would also sit in and tweak a bit of the instrumental and fit what I like um, and record the songs. It takes a, a couple of hours and we comp the vocals and then you mix and master. Then I go back into the studio again to tweak a bit on the mixing um, and the mastering. So I sit in throughout everything really, except for when he produces the song. 
So are you, would you say you like to pretty much work exclusively with the musicians, engineers, the people you're working with versus having extra people around, extra distractions? I'm very open to both. I've done like collaborations with other songwriters and producers, um, a couple of people in the room, to where it's just me and the producer. I, I love doing both. I mean, music is music to me. So any type of music that I can create, I'm in love with. Um, but, you know, with collaborations, it's really interesting for everyone to get together and have different ideas from different artists where you can create a unique combination of sounds from different, you know, vibes and um, different backgrounds and all that stuff. Um, yeah, but I also love writing on my own because I know exactly what I want to do and I know what I want for the fans to listen to. So, um, yeah, it's best of both worlds to get to do both. Now, do you have any fears when it comes to like recording or performing? I like to ask artists this question just to kind of get that personal sense for them. Do you have any fears like on that recording process or on that stage? Yeah, when I record, um, you have to have a good day. You have to warm up properly. So if my vocals aren't working, then it's like you're wasting time and it just kind of is sad if your vocals aren't working so you have to like redo it again and again because um, I want to make sure my sound is great on the record um, when I perform that's like really nervous I, I get really nervous from it because I want to make sure it's, I'm like a perfectionist so I want to make sure everything is perfect and clean and clear um, so I get nervous when I perform I think that's my biggest fear um, going on stage and hopefully people vibing and loving the music. If not, then it's like really scary. Um, if people boo you on stage, that's really scary as well. So that's one of my biggest fears. Now, how do you feel about today's music and the, 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 the temperature of the culture right now? Are, are you liking what you're hearing and seeing the artisticness of other creatives in this space? Are you liking it just as an artist yourself? Um, I love when music evolves, and I think in today's age in society, there's a bunch of songs that are very relatable and give out a positive message to help other people and for other people to get inspired by. Um, but also, there are great producers out there who create amazing tracks and amazing melodies and songwriters that write beautiful music, especially Adele's new song. Like, I love her track. And one of the biggest songs that came out was Stay by Kid Leroy. Um, all these pop songs that I've like, listened to, I, I love. I always listen to them on the radio. So I love where the direction's going um, in terms of music and hip hop and rap. You know, it's all like really cool stuff, like really unique. And different artists have collaborated like on Latin tracks and it's become like poppy as well. So like different genres are coming together. So it's really interesting to hear that. Now, if you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now, who's Victoria? Why should they listen to the music? Why should they follow the movement? Well, my whole objective in life is to help other people find their happiness and inner peace. I went through a spiritual awakening for the past couple of years and found my happiness. So I'm hoping to inspire other people through my music or through what I say and what I promote um, in terms of being positive and being happy being strong because you know you shouldn't lose hope and especially in today's society and age 
um, it's very hard to stay happy because there's so much stress going on in the world. So I'm hoping to give our positive messages and um, just inspire other people to keep, keep going and to fight for what you love and to chase your dreams. Now, what would you say is your ultimate goal as an artist, as a musician? What's your ultimate goal in this music industry? To be able to create more albums and collaborate with other artists. There's like so many artists that I want to work with. Um, to be able to perform at big stages and open up for other artists, but also tour all around the world um, and have my music played on um, TV shows and movies. That would be really cool. Yeah, exactly what I said. I can already see it in here, sister. <laughs> already seeing it here. <laughs> so what what's coming up for Bectoria? Talk to our listeners. What should they be on the lookout for when it comes to Bectoria's movement? Um, so right now I'm promoting this new EP and hopefully before I could I get to perform maybe at the end of the year or next year, um, promoting the new EP. Um and I'm also writing new music in the meantime because I want to do an album, a full album. So that's what I'm working towards next. Well, I definitely want to make sure our listeners can stay tapped in with all the things that you have coming up. Um, take this time to go ahead and give out that social media real quick so our, our listeners can tap in with you. Yeah, so I uh, mostly use Instagram at Life of Victoria. And then my Twitter is also Life of Victoria. My TikTok is Victoria, YouTube.com slash Victoria, Victoria.com. If you just Google Victoria, you'll just find a bunch of information there. <laughs> you heard her, Victoria. Just search Victoria everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Victoria. It was a pleasure talking to you. I wanted you to go ahead and introduce this new single for the people so they can hear what I heard and have fun with the record. That's right, and you're hearing it for the first time right now on the bandwagon radio. Do me a favor, turn it up. Let's go. You see me alone on the dance floor. I rise wide open, need a say boy. You need no invite to come over. No self-control hands on as they take over. It's not a